that was Jai Utal, uh, performer, uh, uh, player of Kirtan. Uh, amazing uh, life he's had. He started out in Brooklyn, went to the High School of Performing Arts, and then uh, somewhere... uh, Actually, no, no, no. New Yorkers should know. It was actually um, uh, the uh, music and art. Was that... Did that evolve into the High School of Performing Arts? Or no, I think, I think there were two different places. You had to be very talented to go to one of those schools, though. Yes, that's right. And, uh, you know, he... He was a little bit younger than us at the time that he uh, caught on to the Beatles and uh, the spirituality of the time and that you document in your book, in that big wave of time anyway, when it was coming into the West. And uh, he spent his life really uh, pursuing uh, that music and bringing that music uh, to people. And you asked him an interesting question, and I'm wondering what you hear about this, and that's that people who take more traditional uh, spirituality, mantras, uh, kirtans, that sort of thing, and change it a little bit, but make it more popular and more palatable for Western audiences. Uh, he said he's never had much problem with it. Is there yeah. a lot of controversy over that? Is, no, is... no, I haven't run into it, but um, uh, that's, we've had other kirtan people on the show, and I've asked them the same question. And when I was researching American Veda, I interviewed a bunch of them, so I, I have a, a, a little profile of Jai in the book and and um, Krishna Das and a few others. And I, I, I've asked them uh, because I was I'm curious, but none of them ever said they have had any any problems with that. Most of them say the Indian people and the Hindu community is very appreciative. Um, some, of course, would prefer the traditional. Uh, forms of music that is usually done with kirtan and, you know, don't relate to, uh, you know, a, a drum set mm -hmm. or a, a plugged-in bass or, you know, any of the other instrumentation that some of the Westerners have added. But some of them enjoy it, especially right. the young, younger ones who have, you know, grown up listening to both their own traditional music and, you know, Western uh, rock and jazz and so forth. So, yeah. the you know, you know, it's not unlike in Christianity, at least within Catholicism. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, if you went to a mass or whatever, it was very boring church music and maybe Gregorian chants, which some people like. And then over time, uh, they wanted to make the message more relevant to people. And they thought, let's try pop music or rock music. And there yeah. were people that didn't like it. But there were people that great. If it gets the message across, if it inspires people, why not? Uh, yeah, uh, I remember back in the '60s, um, there were some uh, jazz musicians doing uh, jazz versions of some of the, uh, you know, Catholic uh, jazz, uh, Catholic classical and um, choral music, um, and that was, you know, considered really out there then. I mean, you know, Duke Ellington and people like that did. Mm -hmm sacred music compositions but why you know music evolves so why not right and bring it to the people you know one thing that interesting he talked about he listened to a lot of bob dylan and yeah. i i was curious if he listened i'll ask him next time uh, more for the lyrics or whatever but what bob dylan's into right now i mean i heard him perform uh at the uh, uh special tribute to tony bennett for his 90th birthday uh, uh a couple of months ago and he, he's a total pop singer now. 
his <laughs> the guy that the guy that he said is the mountain to climb is Frank Sinatra. So who knows? Yeah. I mean, Dylan, you never know where he's going to go with this yeah. stuff. And yeah, maybe went. maybe Dylan will be singing Kirtan soon. Yeah, you, you well that wouldn't surprise me. I could I could hear that. And <laughs> he also said he was influenced by Bob Marley. And, and yeah. I think my people have always considered Bob Marley very spiritual. Oh in, yeah, in his message yeah. and, oh, and yeah. uh, the Brazilian influence, and that's why uh, he considers himself. So what's in his bio, in in Jai's bio, is uh, that he's a world uh, a musician of world music, performer yeah. of world music. Well, he certainly has. Yeah. A, you know, he's drawing from a tremendous uh, variety of influences. So why not? But and one of the things that's interesting, you know, and we've talked about this before. But the uh, the evolution of the uh, yogic spirituality scene, um, you know, back when the the time Jai was uh, first being exposed to uh, kirtan, he didn't say how he was exposed to it, but it it quite possibly was the uh, Hare Krishna guys right. in the in the streets of New York, which is the first time I and many other people right. ever heard you know, that form of chanting, the sacred mantra chanting, and it was very weird and bizarre back then. And now kirtan is a very big thing. And, you know, people, thousands of people go to kirtan uh, uh, concerts and fe yoga festivals that feature kirtan. And it's a kind of, you know, a form of modern devotional practice that uh, is is extremely appealing. Mm -hmm. No, um, I, I believe uh, <clears throat> one of the people responsible for that uh, uh, is uh, George Harrison. George Harrison yeah, was quite yeah. involved with uh, the Hare Krishna folks, and uh, and I guess for me it was my first exposure. And I always I, I had a hard time even back then relating to them because of the way they dressed and and they yeah. were in the airports and all. But I always loved their <laughs> their I always loved their devotional singing it chanting yep. and we've had a couple of Hare Krishnas on our show and uh, yep. I've been to their temple in San Diego a number of times and you know if you hear their philosophy and you hear them talk it's 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 uh uh quite compelling and uh you know when you hear the chanting uh, and you let yourself go and you get into it it's very I think it's very powerful it's very oh, yeah. uh, uplifting oh, yeah. and uh and uh but, but I think it's got coming <clears throat> these kirtans are being found uh through more and more people and uh, and each one has their own flavor, their own angle on it. But and you know, enjoyable. Jai Jai's new album has you know a, a lot of Western uh, stylings and Western instrumentation. Um, you know, there's keyboards and and elect electric guitars and different forms of percussion. There's there's horns, there's trombones and saxophones. Mm -hmm. So uh, you know, you, that's not the kind of thing that people uh, traditionally did in India, obviously. On the other hand, if you go to India, you you know, as I have, you might uh, be carried away with the ecstatic chanting of, you know, just voices mm -hmm. or may, maybe a tabla or maybe a harmonium and a tabla. On the other hand, you may go to another place and it's some young people and they're plugged in. And, you know, they're Indian guys, you know, plugged in with guitars and, and um, you know, electric bass or something uh, doing the same kirtan. The, right. the, the, the consistency 
is in the mantras. Right. Right. I, I wonder, I mean, uh, a lot of Bollywood music, which I love, but I yeah. totally do not understand. Uh, I, I'm sure some of that has its roots in uh, spiritual oh, prob- chanting prob- and kirtan and prob- whatnot, and then throwing sure. a little hip hop and, you know, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a mishmash. But whatever it is, generally it, it works. And I, and, I'm, and I actually think with Bollywood, a lot of the dance that they do, you can see elements of classical oh, absolutely. dance in what they're doing, absolutely. yet it's way, way, you know, well, uh, far from that. You so, know, it makes you think <laughs> that if, if, if religious people were as generous and as open-minded about, you know, the different forms that uh, religion takes as musicians are with the different forms that sacred music takes— the world would be a better place. Right, absolutely. But, um, you know, when people get too rigid in their, in their beliefs, yeah. uh, there's always trouble right, waiting for them right around yeah. the corner. That's at least, I, may you know. have, I may have told this story before, but it, along those lines, um, I'll never forget one night. It was a hot summer night in Santa Monica, and uh, the Hare Krishna people were, were singing and you know, dancing and doing their ecstatic music. And a bunch of Hasidic Jews joined right. them. And and I never, I was amazing. And I, I remember thinking, see, when it, when it, if they were to sit down and, and talk about their belief systems, they'd be at each other's throats. But the music, they, rec- they all recognize that this is just God. You mean you these know, Hasidic through- guys actually started singing along yeah, with our yeah. guys? And then, wow. and then they, and then they did some Hebrew stuff, and the Krishnas yeah. joined them in that. And it was just like well, if beautiful you thing. These Hasidic guys, if you've ever been to a wedding or anything where they really let loose, it's very, it's not that different. They're singing, no. they're swirling, That's, they're moving. It, it's exactly. almost like watching uh, uh, a whirling dervish. I mean, it, that those elements are all there that you see with That's the right. Sufi. That's right. That's right. And, and uh, you know, so that's what they recognized, those, at least those people. I'm sure there'd be others who wouldn't, uh, you know, go near it. Mm-hmm. But wow. anyway, there it is. Very enjoyable. Uh, if we were on video, uh, Phil and uh, uh, I would be uh, doing, uh, we would become whirling dervishes for you. But uh, <laughs> can't do it. So Spirit okay. Matters Talk, found well, at spiritmatterstalk.com. Tell your friends about it. We, we have some great shows coming up, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, it's a lot of fun, but we want to keep it going, and uh, that will depend upon our listenership. So feel free to uh, contact us, go to spiritmatterstalk.com, get our information, and a little plug for Phil's book. Phil is uh, working on a biography of uh, Parma Mahatsa Yogananda, and I think uh, we're now in the 2017 and by 2018, it will be available. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I better get back to work. Yeah. Thanks. Get back on it. All right. <laughs> Till next Bye. time. Bye.